expatsportugal.com. Just trying to finish a hastily munched Maria biscuit. Do you have a new favorite Portuguese biscuit? Maria, I just met a biscuit called Maria. It's a classic. It's like a rich tea, but better. Um, so, yeah, Munson here with the Good Morning Portugal show. And my good buddy, because it's hump day, it's Ask Anything About Portugal Day. Michael Heron from Avonlight is here, everybody. How are you? Have you been munching good on anything? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Carl. I'm good, thanks. So are we talking about rich tea biscuits? What is going on already? I've got my, um, these are my Marias, um, yeah. which, is the, which is the classic dunking biscuit in Portugal, of course, isn't it? How, how, many, how many of those have you munched so far? It's impossible to have one or two because you think, I'll just have one or two. And then before you know it, half the packet has gone and you're wishing yeah. you had more tea in which to dunk them, said Maria's. Um, and these, of course, the fascinating thing about Maria biscuits is they pop up in, um, sorry about the presentation with catering. It's all about presentation. These should, Mrs. M, why aren't these on a piece of China in the office here? Um, should say, say, little... say something about broadcasting as well, mate. <laughs> 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 these 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 bad boys have, will go. Have you had the expression faces for radio before? <laughs> we, definitely, we definitely have faces for radio, mate. Stop it. Stop it. Please don't make me laugh already. I mean, it's inevitable yeah. today because uh, there are certain people who comment here that can trigger us. And not in that yeah. emotional way that is so common these days, but trigger us um, into a moment of, oh, a, a somewhat, oh, Mrs. M's been on before me this morning. That's why all, the controls are all different as well. What about this one? Does that sound better? No, my reverb's been switched off as well. Effects, effects. Oh, okay. We're, we're all right. We're all good now. My goodness. Um, what I wanted to say was these end up in desserts as well, don't they? Soaked in uh, creamy, some sort of creamy um, substance or chocolate or something like that. Have you ever seen these sunk in a dessert? Do you know what, mate? It's fascinating you say that because one of my one of my um, criticisms of, of Portuguese cuisine, cuisine and, there, and there are many, to be fair, especially with doces, with desserts, but mm -hmm. funny, cheesecake, impossible. And you, and you know, like you think it would be easy, it's just doing the biscuit, the biscuit there at the bottom. So I've, I've never seen, I've never seen them do it before properly, like not in a, not in a, not in a consistent generic way. But if they've oh got good biscuits, got the raw materials to work with, then it shouldn't be an issue. So I don't know what's going on there. Call the ambassador. <laughs> if anyone's found a decent cheesecake in Portugal, let me know, because I find it really, or at least when I first got here, I found it really difficult to find a good cheesecake. So any New Yorkers will, will be probably, oh, yeah. Thinking, yeah, you know, it's better, oh, better learn, learn that trade before you get here. Well, a couple of things then. I mean, we used to be so complimentary and never said a bad word, did we? And now it, the, 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 uh, the mask is beginning to slip and all our grievances are coming out. The cheesecake debate. Can it be? Can, can Michael find a decent cheesecake in Portugal? Actually, <laughs> while we're on that matter, I mean, what is a decent cheesecake? I mean, you're talking about baked New York cheesecake there, aren't you? Rather than the thing made on a, a crumbled um, digestive base, which is the, which is the thing um, in the UK. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with either. It's just my pet hate is when you ask for a cheesecake and they bring you you know, like a, a, a glass with just just the the mixture. That there's just nothing there. There's no there's no biscuit at the bottom or no nothing that it's been baked in. That's, so that's my because you want that bite, don't you? That perfect bite where you get the 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 you know the biscuit at the bottom that's hard and it's all delicious and it's all together. You don't just want a mess in a bowl. Otherwise, you know, you could just have a yogurt, couldn't you? Michael clearly likes a solid bottom. Gary likes um, a good dunk in the morning. So what wow. have you been? What have you been dipping and what into um, this morning, Gary? Do tell us, do tell us, Gary. 
And, and we're going to get to all these hellos because it's fantastic, Michael. Um, your fans are here. And um, we, we, I also want to talk about coffee because I saw you sipping a coffee. And I think you're, you're, you're drinking a classic Portuguese small coffee, an espresso yeah. uh, size. Have yeah. you succumbed, talking about becoming Portuguese and, and you know what people like and don't like about the, adopting the new culture, have you succumbed to one of those um, polar bear killing um, espresso machines at home that, that uses the plastic capsules? Yeah, I've had one for years, you know, and it's interesting because back it, back it, back in the. By the way, um, you may have to forgive me for a couple of minutes because there may be someone coming to fix my washing machine today. I didn't actually mention that before, so I may have to, I may have to leave briefly. But um, no, what, what what happened was so when I first when I got my first Nespresso machine, it was before the um, the patent on the capsules had expired. So up until two thousand and eleven. Only Nespresso could make Nespresso capsules, uh, and then after that, you could buy them generically in the uh, in the supermarket. But what I found is it's always better to buy the Nespresso ones because they fit better in the machine. But yeah, that's what I've been that's what I've been doing for the last sort of ten years, having um, having Nespresso coffee. Well, it doesn't have to be Nespresso, but you know, having a decent coffee at home is so tempted. I'm so tempted. You would, I mean, I, I'm a bit concerned because of the, I mean, in 10 years, you've probably created a pile of plastic the size of Wembley Stadium. Yeah, with it's not, yeah, it's not the most sustainable, uh, sustainable thing. Although I'm quite careful to try and recycle it. Because now when you, when you order uh, from this, we should get sponsored by Nespresso before we keep plugging their That's brand. Let's say an Italian generic uh, coffee brand that was sponsored by a certain actor uh, who's with a barrister. We can leave it at that. Um, so uh, <clears throat> basically, uh, they they um, they send you the biodegradable uh, bags that you can put them in and, and get them recycled properly now. But mate, if you're looking to get a machine, I mean, for one, I try and get the, the channel sponsored first, so you get it for free. But two, around Christmas time, they do very good deals normally. So very can... good. I will wait a little bit longer because I'm actually thinking I'm, a, I'm looking like a bit of an old giffer. Who um, you know how as you get older you hold on to habits that you, you of a lifetime, and so when young people come to your house they're thinking what is that why, why is he making coffee like that or why is he watching VHS tapes still or when you get in the car why are there cassettes in here and it's like it's a culture shock for the young but to you it's nothing because I mean you're you're, you're not old enough to do anything like that but I, I just it occurred to me that with my corduroy slippers and my cafetiere. I am looking like a, a bit of an, an anachronism from another another decade altogether. A, a remnant from a bygone era, maybe. Yes, that's right. That, absolutely right. Offering <laughs> people a Werther's original as I go. You know, would you like some coffee and a Werther's original? And uh, people think that's okay. Thank you. But, there, but, there's some, but there's something comforting about that as well, isn't there? And I think it's important in life to have the right combination of, you know, doing things that comfort you. And you know, people could call it. And an, an, you could call it an anachronism. I just call you old-fashioned in a very charming way. So there you go. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it's uh, uh, Avon Light, in case you're wondering. Michael at avonlight.com is how you can get in touch with them. Consultancy. And I have already feel like I've had some this morning. You know, I've been told I'm charming and old-fashioned. Um, so where do I send you uh, – where do I pay your invoice? You don't, know do. you don't know what to do with that, do you? Because normally I'm just taking the mickey out of you. But when I'm actually nice to you, you don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> I'm wondering what's going on. You're getting me into your full sense of security. That this is going to be a prank of some sort. Hello, 
Andrea, and a lovely fishing picture there. Uh, looking like, I think that's talking of anachronisms. Uh, and no, this isn't leveled at you specifically. It's more the photographic style, Andrea. That's an Athena poster from the 1970s, isn't it? With a dappled light on the water and the and the pink T-shirt. Very nice. Hola, bon dia. We made it to Portugal. Fantastic. We're in Guadalupe. Bon Andrea, fantastic. Fantastic. Keep us updated. Keep us updated. Yes. There you go. Your um, your software for your soul has been updated, as as Michael's saying there. It is a, it is a soul software update when you come to Portugal. Wishing everyone a fantastic day. So they're in high spirits and have probably drunk some proper Portuguese coffee, not out of a cafetier. Although they're in a camper van, so they might have all sorts of devices in there uh, that they brought from home. Bom dia, alegria, todos feliz hump day. Onde semana entra na segunda metada? What is a metada? A cuna matada, maybe. I don't know. Matty, what does that mean? Um, and Joao F, good morning, Andrea. Welcome to Portugal. There's an official welcome from a Portuguese person. We love those. Uh, wish you all the happiness in this country. Isn't that a fantastic welcome? I don't know where, where, where you nice. might get that around the world. Um, and Andrea, great news. What's the plan for the next days? Great question, Matty. Property sightings. How can we help is the other question, Andrea. And yes, thank you so much. And to Matty, today... We're going to spend the day at the dam, the Barajain. Uh, we are going to sup, kayak, and hopefully fish. Ah, oh, that's the life, isn't it? What an amazing plan for the day. I'm jealous. Can I come? Yeah. Some people will be, you know, straight into the bank, uh, and then down to finances for a NIF number or the other way around. These guys are taking it easy. Oh, this, we approve of this, don't we? Um, sup, uh, presumably, a uh, uh, Netherlands expression like the British one, to have a drink, uh, or is it something else, I wonder? Um, which dam is that? Does it have a name? Have fun and enjoy, says uh, Matty. Guess the weather there is much better than here in rainy Amsterdam. We're feeling, we're feeling you and your autumnal weather there in the Netherlands, uh, Matty. Uh, I've got a much, although, yeah, Michael, how's it looking there? Oh, mate, do you know what? We've had, like, it's funny, do you remember when we last spoke, we were saying, we were complaining a bit about the summer and thinking if we were going to have a late summer. It's been yeah. the best September I've had in eight years. And um, the best October as well. So it's like 23 degrees today, sunny. We're going to have 27 degrees tomorrow. So, um, you know, compared to those poor people in other parts of the world that are having a proper autumn, it's been, um, you know, it's been fantastic. That said, there is a sense of autumn, isn't there? Because it cools down more drastically at this time of year. And, yes. and there can be those contrasting mornings, which I really like, I have to say. Um, went to Alcabasa yesterday. And to um, drove through for the first time Marinha Grande and uh, to Leria. So I had quite a nice time wandering about Portugal yesterday, which is my favourite thing to do. Yes. And uh, the autumnal contrast is there. But as you say, still getting the temperatures well above the 20s, which is which is fantastic. Not above the 20s, in the 20s. But very, yes. very pleasant. I had to take the pullover off when I got to the shopping centre. Uh, good morning, everyone. We are so happy. It's all about the detail. Uh, we're so happy to be in Portugal, says Tom. The city we are in is Guarda. Tell us more, central Portugal. It is an overlooked place, um, as many places are in Portugal. A lot of people love Guarda when they discover it. Uh, located at the highest altitude in Portugal, 1,056 meters above sea level how about that um and a good morning from joao f as well and uh, yes back and forth with the greetings in the comments that's what we love to see however it is or as not however but as well as it is uh, ask anything about portugal day wednesday and that first wednesday of the month where michael heron joins us um, with his particular angle on portuguese life um, wanting to find, I mean, the big questions: where to buy a decent cheesecake um, this morning? I, so. uh, that is my that is my priority this month. So, if anyone can help me out with that in the Cascais or Lisbon area, I would be extremely grateful. In fact, I'll, I'll bring you a cheesecake myself as there a thank you. Go. 
Wow. All right. Um, hello, you thousands of members of Expats Portugal. It's true. We can't deny it. Over 9,000 uh, at uh, EPHQ and uh, the, the, the good folk who you will find buzzing around the forum. And of course, over 8,000, nearly 8,500 YouTube subscribers now. Thank you for making it so great here. All of you, each and every one of you. Good morning to you, all of you. That, there's another each and every one of you greeting from Joao. I hope I didn't skip anyone. Good work, Joao. Keep working that room, sir. Uh, the dam is Marateca, I believe, uh, Joao F. Sorry you have to work. Yeah, that was um, your plan today. He's got a better plan, he says. I should be working all day long, maybe catching up, having the day off yesterday for Republic Day. Sorry to make you jealous. I don't think it worked. Um, Joao F., sorry you have to work. We will be thinking about you while we're suffering on the water. It's going to be short-lived. That's sympathy, isn't it? Bon dia, alegria, mundo! From Thunder. Good morning, Thunder. How are you? I haven't. I, I, I recall Thunder the conversation we had when we when we spoke last time. I haven't forgotten, and I'm looking forward to working with you. Uh, oh, that's south of Guarda, closer to Castelo Branco, I believe. The village is close to it. Is ah, so Aliera and also Lardosa. Um, yeah, in the UK, a town, a little village called Lardosa would not be great. It sounds more exotic here. And so Aliera, was that not the um, cheese making village that we featured yesterday? I think it may, may well have been. Hmm. Um, have you discovered any uh, nice food? We're talking of coffee, cheesecake, and cheese now. Uh, any? I know you've been here a while, but have you discovered anything recently that uh, you would want to share with people? Because it still happens, doesn't it, every now and then? Um, well, I, I guess this is more of a this is more of a um, of a, of a generic thing, really. But um, you forget just how good the. Uh, the the, the 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 general produce is so i know i know i've had my conversations about meat before it's difficult to find good quality meat and obviously fish aside because that's a given it's probably the best you know the, the the types of fish you you can fish in this part of the world it's, it's the best and the way they the way the portuguese prepare it is the best but you know things like pork i bought some pork ribs yesterday at the butchers and they were amazing honestly so, what, did so good. what did i do with them yeah yeah, so um, I, I I always uh, fry them in a bit of oil just for a couple of minutes so they get that brown texture. And then in the oven, uh, covered for a couple of hours, low temperature, lots of ginger, garlic, salt, pepper, a bit of beer as well, a Ooh. bit of curry powder. And it just falls off the bone, mate. And then 10 minutes before uh, you bring them out of the oven, just uncover the foil and put some barbecue sauce on there. Beautiful. My, my kids loved it as well. They absolutely loved it. That's so, yeah. Pork ribs. I'm just going to take care of my lighting situation just very quickly because I can see the sun is going to come straight in. That, it. So just you do, you do that. I'll just, I'll just there he goes. He's going to go and organise his lighting. That's um, that's part of the problem with this, with these, uh, with the post autumn equinox days. Um, how how the how we're still getting a lovely summer, as as Michael was saying there, but it doesn't always appear straight away, um, and it might be obscured. Look at that. Actually, if I show you that. You can see the patterns of light um, behind Michael as he tries to figure it out. Well, that's quite beautiful in its own way, isn't it? But may may not be uh, highlighting and lighting him to the best effect. So <laughs> let's let him do that. Um, a question that's come in. Does any viewer have any experience of registering a motorbike with no documentation in Portugal? That's a good question. And uh, we'll actually, let's start. He's back in his chair now. Let's um, ask him that. Oh, he's gone again. Um, so um, let's see how, who else is here and how we're all feeling this morning. Uh, met a New Yorker last night, funnily enough, says Victoria. I'll ask him if he's found any decent cheesecake here. <laughs> Michael, cheesecake uh, intel incoming. I think um, I just made it. I think I just made it worse, but never mind. We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave it. Oh, are, are we getting some cheesecake banter already? 
cheesecake action is occurring and um victoria is working hard for you in the algarve as well Amazing. now um victoria actually sent in a picture yesterday and um this may have solved the mystery now i mean people have been giving me st a stick for um being chased by a wild boar and i mentioned i don't know if you saw this recently michael um but um shakira was uh chased Sh shakira and her child were chased by two boar i think working as a gang who stole her handbag apparently in a in a spanish park um shakira and I thought, shakira, shakira yeah and um she she um um, I, I, I felt better about my own experience as a result of this, um, you know, hearing that. I mean, I, did, I wasn't glad to hear of her distress, obviously, but it, it, this does happen. And people doubted me a little bit when I ran um, like um, like a small child, basically, um, when I heard the, the noise of hogs in the um, in the in the undergrowth. And me and me and the, the big dog ran whilst the little Jack Russell was going to take him on and have a go until we pulled her away and said, it ain't worth it and ran home. Um, with our with our hearts in our throats, basically, it was quite scary. And she sent a picture in, and I think I what I didn't mention was that how my mankini was ripped off in the um, in the episode, <laughs> and it's been found. In look, this picture. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you, Victoria, for finding Amazing. this. To think, people, to think people pay to, 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 to run in front of bulls in Pamplona every year in San Fermin is quite, quite astonishing, <laughs> isn't it? Well, we launched our Growing Old Disgracefully Fitness and, uh, and Wellbeing and Health program yesterday. And, and people were suggesting that being chased by uh, you know wild boar could be part of it. Problem is, this, this is what can happen. And yeah. that's, that's terrifying on, on so many levels, isn't it? But thank yeah, you very terrifying. much. Thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm going to have nightmares tonight about that. Okay, uh, Victoria, thank you very much for that. And thanks to everybody else. Um, look, I've got tears rolling down my face from us laughing already. Um, uh, thank you very, very much for that. And uh, to everybody else who's been sending in pictures this morning. Bice motorbikes, Gary's asking. Uh, vehicle registration. What do we think? ACP, best person, best, best organization to speak to about that, possibly? Yeah, I've got some contacts as well that can help with that. So I don't want to take away from the community, but... Um... It can be it can be an issue uh, depending on where you're coming from in the world. But generally speaking, um, providing the six month mark hasn't expired, you have six months from when you bring your vehicle to Portugal, providing you have insurance and you have the correct documentation with the car, you have six months to register it in Portugal. So you can you can drive your motorbike with foreign number plates, providing you can prove that you've had the vehicle for less than six months in Portugal, but then you have to get it sorted within oh, six months. But, uh, well, if, you, if you don't, it should be off the road until you then try and make Yeah, it should be off the road because if the, if the police catch you with it and they have, the GNR have been clamping down a lot on that, especially in the Algarve, especially with cars with British number plates because they know that's that tends to be the, the sort of the biggest, um, uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's always the advice I give is like, you know, make sure it's insured first and foremost, yeah. and then make sure you don't go past the six month period. But if anyone wants help with that, speak to, speak to Carl in Good Morning Portugal. If there's anyone within the, the community and the, you know, in the, their website that, that does that. Otherwise I, I have a couple of contacts that are specialized in doing that as well. So I'm sure they'd be Very happy. Good. good to know. Good to know. Help is at hand there, Gary. And um, it sounds like it might be a bit of an old, old bike and um, uh, maybe some nice pictures of a, a retro classic. That you oh, that'd be lovely to see. That'd be lovely to see. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing we're talking about modern ways of making coffee. 
which I guess in many ways do deliver a better coffee. Um, but um, I think the old bikes have it over the new bikes, don't they, in, in terms of, of look and, and wow factor. Uh, but then yeah. again, I don't know. I don't, that's just me looking as a punter. I don't know anything about bikes at all. I think I've only ever been on a motorbike once as a pillion rider. Um, okay, so um, <clears throat> back to the comments. Uh, that's uh, south of Guadalajara, close to Castilla Branco, I believe. Okay, so yes, Solera and Lardosa between Fundao and Castilla Branco. Great part of the world. And you will find some wonderful Portuguese produce that way, including wool. Wool, Portuguese wool comes from that territory as well, if I remember rightly. Uh, for what I've seen on multiple YouTube channels, it must be a lovely lake to spend time on that is marateca if we've got the name right okay question coming in then on hashtag aaap um ask anything about portugal wednesday where can i find a cribbage board in lisbon the game stores don't have them i think that's um an amazon import amazon board. yeah amazon for sure yeah and what's the traditional portuguese card game michael do you play cards here at all do you know what? I don't actually. I don't. Uh, I've never played cards with anyone Portuguese before and they've never shown me any Portuguese card oh. games because I don't know whether they have because in, the, in Spa the Spanish have their own version of a, tw of a, of a deck of cards. It's very okay. different. To the, yeah, it's very different to the, the cards that we use, you know, with the clubs, aces and, you know, uh, clubs, you know, hearts, spades and whatnot. Uh, the, the Spanish have their own version. So I don't have the Portuguese. So if anyone Portuguese, if anyone knows that the Portuguese have their own uh, version of, um, you know, the 52 deck of cards, then uh, it'd be great to know. Well, maybe post, you know, post monarchy and royal family, they the, the Portuguese deck of cards is just goes from 1 to 10 and then 11, 12... 13 14 or something or citizen a citizen b citizen c that's what you lose isn't it is you lose the glamour uh, when you yeah. lose the monarchy um yeah. uh, I, and i wonder you know in, in the in the in the in the compass in the in the curve of human life whether monarchy will make a return if you look at instagram and 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 the, and, the, and sort of you know the celebrity status of people and what we do to people maybe and unthinkable as it is some countries might reinstate royalty maybe they have already and i don't know about it but i mean this is a, this is a fascinating subject it's just a subject that i'm very very passionate about um and i won't well, reveal whether i'm a, a republican or a monarchist but you can probably guess by my tone but what i would say is that um it's fascinating that Spain has managed to keep its monarchy because if you look at all the Mediterranean countries, that none of them do. Spain, Spain is the only country in the Mediterranean that has their monarchy. And then if you look at Northern Europe, that's where you tend, they tend to tend to keep it. Uh, so so it, is, it is fascinating. I mean, I think probably the monarchy in the UK tends to do a better job of um, seeing it as duty rather than just, you know, luxury. Most I think of them. Yeah, um, I think, you know, for all the criticism, you know, even people like Prince Charles get, he does sort of over 300, um, what do they call it? They don't call it appointments. They call it, there's a word they call it, don't they, when they do a visit to a church, whatever. Yeah. Not, not gigs, I don't think. No, 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 no. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm someone that uh, I have very strong feelings about the monarchy because I think anyone that's born into privilege without having actually earned it. But at the same time, you know, do we want to have a system like, you know, a presidential system. Okay, in, in Portugal, we have a wonderful president now in uh, Marcelo, but uh, other countries that we won't mention have had presidents that people don't like. Um, so, you know, there's, uh, there's no perfect system. But, yeah, it's fascinating that you say that, whether countries will bring back. I mean, it depends if there's a family that's you know, got enough power to be able to... Uh, to achieve it, or you vote them or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. That is, there's your problem right there, because if you get rid of the royalty, 
the only way for it to come back is by force, really, isn't it? Because it's not going to be a vote. If it's a vote, then it's not really royalty, is it? Um, I didn't think this through, uh, clearly. Um, right. Yeah, it's near for now. I've just looked for water. That's often happened. I just looked for water to spend the day at, healthy with Portugal. And uh, yes, we've seen it as well. So you obviously love the water, um, Andrea, there. Uh, Thunder Duck, order online and have it delivered if the shops don't have it. Uh, unless, of course, somebody might just just leap out of the community here and say, "I I have a I have a traditional games shop, and we have a cribbage board for you." Or somebody might have brought one with them, and they never use it, and they're looking forward to starting a cribbage club. Thunder, uh, which could be done, I guess, over over Skype or Zoom. I wonder, um, but obviously, better to get together now. Michael, uh, could you summarise in any way? And sorry to put you on the spot like this, but the first of October has come. Um, I go to lots of places now where people aren't wearing masks anymore. I was told in a restaurant yesterday that diners do not need to wear masks. Only the staff do. Uh, what, how would you see, what do, what do you think the official line is? Because it's sometimes hard to get to the bottom of these things. Um, uh, comparing the official line as of 1st of October and what's actually happening on the ground here in Portugal. What's your experience of that? Well, so since the 1st of October, the, the biggest thing has been the nightclubs are open. Yay! Um, so we're, we're 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 pretty much at um, almost normality. I don't believe you have to wear masks outside walking on the street anymore. But going inside somewhere, you do. So, for example, if you go inside a restaurant, you still have to wear a mask until you sit at your table, or if you're going to go to the to the to the, the loo or the bathroom facilities. But if it's on a terrace outside, you don't have to wear it. So that I think that rule is still there. But what I have noticed is that now restaurants and bars are not asking you for the uh, certificate to show that you've either had a, uh, um, a negative PCR test or you've been vaccinated. They're not asking for that anymore. So I think those are the main restrictions that have been sort of opened up. Obviously, the biggest one is that nightclubs and bars are now open until late and they don't have the same restrictions that they had before. But I think for big events, so for example, for the football, so anyone who wants to go and see Benfica or Sporting or Porto or anyone like that, there is a restriction on how many people can enter the stadium that is still in place. Um, but we're pretty much there now. We're, we're pretty much at the stage where we have zero restrictions in Portugal, you know, which is fantastic. I think it's, it's great. It really is. Um, so well said. Thank you for that, that update. Thank you, Francis, for your many coffee-making contraptions, which you're about to have a look at in a minute. Uh, it's, it's quite a big job for me to, to load those all onto the screen. Um, but I will do that uh, here this morning um, because it's quite fascinating what you've sent, sent to us this morning. Um, who knew that there were so many ways to make coffee? And you're clearly um, something of an aficionado. Um, I think it's, it's right <laughs> and proper to call you that. So we'll sh show those in a minute. Also interested to know how other people make coffee and how, maybe how they overcome this, this plastics issue. But Michael, sounds like the recycling option is, is, is there uh, for people now. Um, I'd like to see it first. Oh, yeah, this is the cribbage board. I want a nice one. Uh, handmade in Portugal. Okay, so maybe it's a specialist job. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it's a commission. That would be nice, wouldn't it, for a woodworker? A, 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 a commission for a handmade uh, cribbage board, not cheap Chinese junk. We know what you, I think we know what you're talking about there, but it will only cost you 50 cents. Uh, Andrew, Andrea Hogan, while you're in the land of my parents, my dad lives just outside Covilha and my mother was from Salieira. There we go. Um, that's mention of Salieira yesterday, just by the dam there um, with the legendary cheese. And we showed the, um, the coat of arms from there yesterday, which is great. Um, if you've got a coat of arms or a local anthem that you'd like us to play, uh, we'd love to do that. Suffering on the water, don't blame me. That's not my fault. Okay. Oh, oh, and bon dia, compañeros and navegadores. 
um, what that's friends, my, my what sailing friends, possibly. I, um, yeah, or, yeah no, navig navigators would be the literal translation, but yeah, yeah, okay. Um, it's such a lovely area. Your parents were very lucky to grow up here. Um, that's to um, that was um, Eusebio, I think, who said that, right? Um, que vei apostar comigo con tu tempo English. Yes, so. How, how, how long how long is it gonna how long is it gonna take me to mention a full English yeah. breakfast? Yes, thank you for reminding me midlife crisis world tour. Um, no one has given me the solution to my question from last month, which is where to find a good full English breakfast in the Lisbon or Kashkash area. So if anyone delivers on that and the cheesecake today, I'll be extremely happy. But literally, Uber Eats delivering one of those, that would be quite amazing. Why you're waiting for worship. Um, yeah, and I wanted to say, um, while, while you're there, people think it's quite um, an easy job to be working from home. You've got to deal with all these these curveballs like washing machine repairs as well. It's not yeah. it's not all easy peasy, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And when you're doing a program like this, the amount of phone calls you get. I've had about 15 phone calls this morning. Normally, I'm quite lucky. I don't get I don't get anyone disturbing me. But this morning has been uh, has been That's crazy. So people, people should know that I'm on this show by now on the first Wednesday of every month. and not disturbing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, if you want to take the call and do a bit of consultancy, you've got hundreds of other people who can chip in as well. So um, maybe take a call and we'll see what happens. Good yeah. morning from from Gemini app. Gemini, great to hear from you and from Harrogate, Sunny, but cool. TikTok, TikTok, nearly. How many days actually, Paul? Have you started a day um, a countdown quantity? Um, bon dia, Carla, Michael from Jim White. Hey up, Jim. Sorry we weren't with you last night. Saturday nights now for the Feel Good Portugal show from 10 o'clock. And the Grim Reefer, that's a good name. That's a very good name. Yeah, um, I didn't want to say anything about it. Well, it, it, could be a, it could be a bad name. You don't want your reefer to be grim, do you? So, or, or an anti-drugs project, couldn't it? It could be, you know, it could be warning people against the perils of the devil's lettuce. Um, so, um, good morning to you, uh, Grim Reefer, and I'll extend that to Michael as well. As no. as Gemini is there, um, Andrea. Oh, we, we, we've um, we've come some way into the comments now. We're, ne we're nearly we're nearly up to date, Michael. Bon wet in Norfolk today, so um, oh, a familiar okay. part of the world yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, Carla Michael from a glorious morning in Praia de Rocha. There she is in Praia de Rocha, uh, taking fabulous photos. Bon dia, all from Pippa Young. We have Maria Biscuits here too, but you need to get some rusks. And rusks, not the fuck. Is that a Maria rusk or is that two different kinds of biscuits? Yeah, and um, actually talking of being old-fashioned um, and charming, when you get old and you're sucking on a Farley's biscuit because your teeth are giving up a bit, that, that might just extend that description a little bit too far of being old-fashioned and charming. Uh, good morning, friends. Hope you're all good. Greetings from sunny Cape Town. 29 degrees today. Last day of isolation. Oh, no, I didn't know about this. The Rona hit the whole family. How have you been? How was it? Um, but happy day today. Last day of isolation happened one day before the second jab. So, Francis. You had symptoms, or was it was it was it grimmer than that? I hope not. Hola, bon dia. Today's jazz funk track is "Funking for Jamaica." Of course, it is by Tom Brown. The song is about a famous Jamaica Avenue in Queens, New York. Get down and boogie. I didn't know that. Uh, nice. Fact. Uh, that's great. And we have started a collaborative playlist. I'm going to find that now for you. We have a collaborative oh, really? playlist. Yeah, for the old funk. Good morning, Portugal. But I mean, these are good old good ones from the soul, funk, and jazz canon. Okay, or oh, Arsenal. Um, so um, I mean, other other we could have a morning playlist, couldn't we? I'd, I'd love to play music 
um, on on this show. But I would, I would just get struck from from YouTube immediately. Uh, who knows what might happen in the future? But a, a morning show with a bit of music would be amazing. The Spotify collaborative playlist is now in the comments, Capricorn 12. Let's have some fun with that. Um, all the old funkers gathering around the good old good ones there. So, yeah, please chip in. And thank you for that one this morning. Absolute classic. Funking for Jamaica. Morning, gents. Nothing like a good dunk in the morning. I think we've covered that. Um, I love Guarda, says uh, Louise there, congratulating Andrea Anton. And a uh, question. That's what it's about this morning. Is there a really good national store where you can get proper steaks or should you try and use a local butcher? Now, you know about meat yes. and steak, don't you? Mate, this is a topic I could talk a long time about, my friend. Um, all I can say to you, Paul, is, um, and I've spoken to multiple uh, people about this in Portugal, including farmers. And what they always say to me is that when it comes to cows, so when it comes to meat, um, given the, the climate here uh, and the expense, you will very rarely find uh, cows that graze in the way they can in countries like France or the UK. So the quality of Portuguese meat, unless it's the Azores, tends to be um, not as good as you'd be used to if you're coming from the US, UK, Spain, you know, Argentina obviously would be the, the, the most famous one. Um, yeah. So there are, there are some uh, supermarkets and also companies online, butchers online, that will sell you really good quality meat that tends to be imported from countries like Argentina, Uruguay, Ireland, obviously Japan and Australia famously with the, with the Wagyu uh, and the Kobe beef, but that's obviously a lot more expensive. So I would say that if you are looking to get really good meat, send me an email and I will show you where I buy mine uh, online because that is, I've taken sort of seven and a half years to find the best meat in Portugal and I think I've found it so I'm happy to share that but I'll share it I'll share it over email oh man Michael at avonlight.com if you want to be in touch uh, with Michael about that and I know you take that subject seriously and I think um, I'm, yeah. half, I'm half Argentine so to me it's a religion good good steak is a religion and it, as I said it took me years and multiple frustrated visits to and from supermarkets and butchers and it's not the fault of the infrastructure here it's just that you will not find uh good meat in general because of the way the cows are reared here is that a word did you say reared with cows i think so and the way they cut the meat as well it's just not a speciality here and like i've said to everyone you know you can't replicate what you're used to back home but for me meat it was one of those things which is like a full english i can kind of forgive but with meat that is a staple part of my <laughs> it, was, it was non-negotiable <laughs> there, there was a foodie twist this morning and uh, I, when you were talking about the ribs earlier on i, I was reminded that i bought uh, I, I do like to buy the um frango de campo the uh, yes. free range chicken which is which is very available so what you know yes. some people do criticize you know how little flavor um no ch alcohol. chicken is unbelievable but i warn people if you do buy a whole chicken from the butcher be prepared to to have the feet and everything else that you need to take care of yourself. It's something that shocks people from Nothing the UK. Like not, not me, no, me, not at all. And you're a, you're, you're a Devon boy, aren't you? You spent a lot of time in Devon, so that's not, not a problem, boy. You get the feet on no. the chicken. <laughs> Job. Um, and uh, if you're not eating all of those bits yourself, the dog can have them, you know, fresh, uncooked um, meat. You can make the stew with the chicken feet. There's all sorts you can do with it. There's a broth in, there is a broth in progress, I tell you. We do not waste. I mean, it's such good value. Um, uh, Frango de Campo here. You can buy chickens for like, what, two euros or something. And these are the factory produced ones. So I much prefer for all sorts of reasons to get the Frango de Campo, which is the whole chicken. And the most recent one I bought 
uh, more expensive, but it's such good value because you eat all the whole family, including the dogs, eat every part of that, and you've got soup for days. And one of the wonderful things about the, the, the shops here and buying meat here is the butchering. And um, the guy said, you know, Kutar, do you want it cut up? And do you know I say yes sometimes because I'm not averse to chopping the legs and the head off. You know, I've got used to that. If, 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 I think if you're going to eat meat, these are the things you have to uh, encounter and maybe get used to, right? Um, but I, I love to say yes to that question because it's an art form. And the way that um, a, a, a whole range, a free range whole chicken is prepared by the butcher. So you, it's a little bit of cabaret. You're standing there while they're preparing it. They are chopping their feet off for you. I love it. I off. love the whole paraphernalia around when you when you do that, when you go to the butcher, especially, you know, if you know your, if you know what you want, um, generally speaking, they will they will do it for you if they have it there. And sometimes, you know, it's it's good to build a good relationship with a butcher. It's just mine, mine happens to be online. Uh, that's all. Um, they're, they're based near me. It's just they, they cater for uh, a different uh, audience that wants something a little bit better that you can get in Portugal. When it comes to meat, anyway. When it comes to chicken, pork, and everything else, you will find excellent produce anywhere in Portugal. But when it comes to meat, I'm very particular about it. Uh, so, yeah, anyone who wants to find out, I'll happily tell them. Uh, he, he, he's passionate about his steak, and it's the the half Argentine connection there. I think in South America, it's a, it's a whole new level, isn't it? And I think yeah. Portuguese people have got used to eating tougher meat. To be to be honest, when it comes to beef, um, because some of those old bifanas and, and 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 some things that are called steak are actually very chewy and and can be very disappointing for some an aficionado like Michael in in the beef department. Um, and the, yeah, the other thing about this is a butcher. I'm talking about in inside the supermarket as well. Who, who prepared the whole chicken? But before I, I saw a massive queue at the at the butcher counter, uh, and I thought, okay, I'll just go around and come back when he's a bit quieter. And all yeah. the old dudes are in there. They're they're telling him how they want their meat cut. And so, she, no, 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 you know, sm smaller or bigger or chop that bit off or whatever. And you, it is a relationship, isn't it? Uh, and quite an extraordinary one where he's actually working for the customer there um, to, to, to make the cuts as, as they as they would like to see them and, and enjoy them. So I think, uh, Paul, Paul Richards, you're, you're in for a treat with that, um, with that particular question. It's a good one here on Ask Anything About Portugal Wednesday. Um, there's a packet of chocolate digestives that keeps shutting shouting my name there uh, are they, are they, have you been saving them for a special occasion at the back of the cupboard there I wonder Gary go and treat yourself today thank you so much your videos were an inspiration for us to come that's to Louise fantastic food and innuendo with Carl and Michael I don't know what he's talking about there I mean just a couple, a couple of guys talking about how they handle meat I, it, it's not it's I, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure and, what he and, you know, enjoying rich tea biscuits in the morning you know with their yes Nothing like a nice dunk. Bon dia from New Jersey. Hey, Gene, how are you this morning? Malongo is here. Bon dia. Oh, happy Wednesday from Durban, South Africa. I think you're on your way here soon as well. Uh, Mr. M, other Mr. M. So uh, looking forward to seeing you here. Capricorn 12. I was thinking Santana. Maria, Maria. Oh, yes. Um, the product, G and B. Um, yes, I do. That was was that a sort of a, 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 a reworking of Maria Maria with a little bit of um, rap going over the top. I think so. Yeah, I remember that version. And yeah, it's a great it's a great track. It's a holiday tune for sure, isn't it? And thank you, Pippa, for your pictures. We'll show those in a minute. Hola, bon dia todos. Hey up, rebel mama. Suajo emblem in in the in the profile pic there. The sun is back in the mountains. Bon dia, Cadillo. Nice. Do you remember? Do you remember Camp Coffee? 
Is there any other way to make it? I, I no, do like no, to no. shimmy around the kitchen while I'm making mine. And uh, I have to say, um, pictures this morning. Let's let's look at this before we forget wow. it. It's not coffee. This is a rainbow that greeted Matty. Thank you. I, I couldn't lay my hands on the pictures yesterday, but here, this is worth carrying forward, as they all are, actually. Um, a rainbow on the Portuguese landscape, a double rainbow, and managing to capture it like that is not an easy thing. So thank you very much for that, Matty. Absolutely beautiful. Um, a picture to treasure. And from Debbie the Forager. Um, she managed to capture this little bit of beach art here. Um, and uh, that's from Esposenda, up at the northern coast of Portugal, I believe. Uh, good old Theo has had a dream catcher uh, made for him out of found, uh, found pieces uh, woven into a beautiful piece of artwork that she photographed there. So coffee-making machinery. Michael, do you – I mean, you've got the Nespresso machine. Uh, were you, were you um, uh, persuaded, influenced by the fact that you might feel like George Clooney whilst making a coffee in the morning, do you think, in any way? Well, I did, I did mention earlier, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't want to give him any free publicity. Um, but yes, uh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't influenced by George Clooney per se. Really? Um, really? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, but I, I was influenced by the fact that I just wanted to have high quality um, coffee at home. And at the time, that was the most obvious uh, choice. And I'll tell you what, the, the, the machine I, I, I first got sort of 10, 11 years ago still works. Uh, okay. and you can't you can't get them anymore um and i, I got i got a new one uh, re in fact someone bought me a new one for christmas last year nice. um yeah and uh yeah it's what just i think you know, we as, as a society we, we're, we're trying to um replicate as much as possible things at home that we that we enjoy out and about and uh coffee's one of them Be beer's another interesting one um if you when you get back to drinking beer mate you want to get yourself a, a heineken sub which is basically what? a machine that you can pour yourself amazing draft beer at home. It's a bit like the equivalent of an espresso for beer, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I haven't used it for a while, uh, but yeah, definitely worth uh, looking into that one, mate. You know, some proper draft beer. And it does make a huge difference. Have you got? We were talking about beef. Have you got beef with George Clooney? Then do I detect? Apart from his dashing good looks, that you know, uh, we could all. Um, be a little bit no, no, no. I don't have a problem with you, with George Clooney at all. Okay. Uh, I was just um, I was trying to help you get a brand deal with Nespresso without mentioning him or you know all the brand. Oh, I see. Okay, well, we'll see if we can get you a third machine. They can have one in every every room. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so look at this. This is a this is serious coffee making um, mm. in, from South Africa with Francis. Here, these these are this is his fleet. Look, that does look very beautiful. And it I think a long, long ago, I did have a coffee in a, in a shop made in this way. Um, that's slow coffee, I think, isn't it? No pressure there, literally. Uh, this one, this is a, I don't know, 90-degree coffee maker. They look at the crema on that. Now, that is that is that machine I have not seen before. I don't know what's going wow. on there. Um, look, this also, the, um, the what's this called? The paraphernalia. I think you used that, that word already today. With a, more of an Italian coffee maker. In the yeah, that's that's the, that's the one that I used to use a lot before having an espresso machine, and and that's the one where you screw the bottom and you put the the water and the coffee at the bottom, and then it basically the the the, the steam sort of brings it up into the top bit, and then you pour it out. And that that if you have good ground coffee, that works very well. That's quite a good alternative. It just takes a bit of time because you have to heat it on the on the stove. That that's probably the most common one you'll find in in the Mediterranean people sure. at home that, that, that make coffee yeah who don't have a machine 
I remember I supervised um, three Italian lads uh, who were doing work experience where, where I was working before I came out to Portugal. And um, the only two words I knew in, in Italian were bunga bunga, which seemed to um, amuse them. And as a, as a leaving present, they gave me one of those coffee making machines. But before they did, they made me a coffee in it. And I don't know if they were pranking me, but I thought I was going to have a heart attack. They, 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 you, know, they, you know how you pack in the coffee with that machine, don't you, before you screw it together? <laughs> they were almost standing on it to try and pack it in. And these lads were drinking really strong coffee. Um, but that's how it goes in Southern Europe, isn't it? When you, when you, when you get the fatigue of, of the hot weather, you need something to, to put a spring in your step. So there we see that. Is that two things? Is that one thing? Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? But with the Porto Bridge in the distance, isn't that fantastic? Talking of coffee, incoming. Thank you very much. Cheers, Mrs. Wow. M. Beautiful. Michael, Michael Heron's here this morning. Yeah. Hello, Heron's good morning. Here. But I, I have not seen, I mean, that looks a little bit like something you'd buy in an Ann Summer shop to me, um, <laughs> especially in that picture. Uh, what is that? <laughs> don't know, that? That seems unnecessary, doesn't it? <laughs> That's... Uh, okay, um, and a rusk, a rusk apparently is this coming in from Botswana this morning. Nothing to do with Farley's. Wow, that's look flapjack. at that. That's a flapjack, isn't it? We'd call that a yeah. flapjack. Yeah, that looks like a flapjack to me. That's Healthy really looking cool. thing there with lots of um, dried fruit and nuts in it. Um, do you like to soak your nuts, Michael, before you um, bake? I love to soak my nuts before I bake, yeah. It's a... Uh, <laughs> Not soaking is the way forward every morning. Let's go, let's go back to the comments then. Um, it's great to see you getting busy at my side of the chat. So unfortunately, I have to go. Have a wonderful day, all of you. Um, I love a cafe. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I love a cafe. Yeah, or French. A French. You started, man. You started. It's your fault. Do you, do you like a French? Do you like a French press in the morning, Michael? I have a, st a stainless steel one for our early morning safaris. Ah, oh, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? Um, yeah. As requested, the translation. Good morning, joy or happy hump, hump day. Hump day. Where the weekend is at second half. Uh, oh, metal. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Metal. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That makes sense. All right. Um, but joy, right. Um, Andrea, congratulations from Jeff Jackson. Carla Michael from uh, Kealele. Um, how is the Christmas? Too month? early, Kealele. Way oh, too early, my friend. Yes, Come on. Please. After I, I bonfire think... night. After bonfire night. That's when we start getting, uh, yeah. getting Christmas. Bonfire night. That sounds, that sounds a bit early as well to me. I mean, first of December. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I think. I think that's uh, you know that's reaching out the hand of uh, sort of cross cultural. Um, exactly. Let's celebrate the first act of terrorism recorded, and then let's start Christmas celebrations. <laughs> He's of course talking about the gunpowder plots, which. So yeah, now I'm thinking you're not a monarchist. Uh, no, no, that you are. Guy Fawkes, it was a monarchist, wasn't he? Trying to get rid of the um, the awful politicians, of course. Um, supping, stand-up paddleboard, not drinking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mate, um, I've got into this massively, by the way. It's a great, it's a great uh, activity. Paddleboarding? Mm. And, and have you managed to look cool doing it? Mike, I, I would love to do it. I mean, you know, we live in San Mateo. No, I mean, I, I, I used to do a lot of kayaking, so I tend I tend to sit down when I do it, but um, I don't tend to do it standing up. So I think standing up is when you look like a bit of a, you can look like a bit of a muppet if you don't know what you're doing. But um, there's just so much, there's so much coastline. That's the thing. If you live, if you live anywhere near the coastline in Portugal, I mean, you've just got so much to choose from. And, um, you know, I think it's a great, it's a great, it's a, it's a very accessible thing. Everyone can do it. It's not like surfing where you need to have quite a few lessons before you can, you can do it properly with paddleboarding. Literally everyone can do it. And it's great exercise. 
So it's not not really, strictly speaking, it's not supping for you. Is it? it's just peeing because it's there's just, no, it's there's just, no it's just pibbing. Yeah, it's just pibbing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, dear from Rude. Akuna matata means no worries in Swahili. Fantastic. Um, and that was brought into a to, to worldwide. Lion King, wasn't it? Yeah. If it not for the Lion King, I guess a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't know what Hakuna Matata means. Uh, no worries for the rest of your days. Uh, what a lovely uh, affirmation that is. Congratulations, Andrea. It is a beautiful October, and time to figure out how to use the robot to clean the pool. <laughs> Anyone have any tips? Well, Peter Bleach, um, that's probably not a question for everyone here. Um, uh, how to use the robot to clean the pool? Although, I mean, that's that level of gadgetry belongs, I think, back with this 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 device here, doesn't it? You know, the, I don't know. I would, I imagine, I would see a swimming pool cleaning robot in the same house as I would see the Ann Summers coffee maker there. Um, so there may be people who can help you with that, Pete. Uh, just chuck it in and see what happens. That would be that would be a strange collaboration for a sponsorship, wouldn't it? Ann Summers and Nespresso together, or maybe it works. Who knows? With George Clooney in the mix, and maybe the the, the, the I'm swimming... Carl, I'm wearing Carl's Mankini. Yeah, and even it could extend to the just... see. There'll be creative people like paying us thousands and thousands to come up with ideas. But, like uh, th this time next year, Michael will be rich. <laughs> um, nothing to do with drinking. Okay, my mistake. Oh my goodness, that's that that comment is from nine thirteen, Michael, um, wow. and it's now nine fifty. What are we oh, like? Um, I think I was just the, about to type. How to true lol and bon dear Louise. I don't know what that means, but we're going to move on. Does any viewer have an experience of registering a motorbike? So we've covered that, Gary. Any other questions for Ask Anything About Portugal? Um, Michael Heron here this morning on Wednesday, the hump day, of course. Uh, Thunderduck's got to leave early. And I've just unearthed a whole load more. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's, let's, let's just, um, if, you, if you can, please put hashtag AAAP. Um, hide current comment. Oh my goodness, this, there are so many now. I can't right. find where I was, and I think we've lost some. We um, have lost some, yeah. We, we have, have lost some because some yeah, some expired at like eight twenty, which is incredible. It's like forty minutes before we came on air, which is very humbling. So, it's a Portuguese person selling the bike that helps. So, it um, it's a, re a registration of a Portuguese bike in Portugal. You presumably just go to the same place where you do your um licensing and i forget the name okay, of it yeah, that's different. so it's not an importation yeah that should be relatively easy you can look up that information yeah yeah I, I can't remember the name of the office but it's like the motor registry uh, where you get your little plastic credit card uh, that, that tells you you own your car gary i would have thought you'd go there i prefer homemade no electricity required types of coffee making pictures sent we've shown them uh, but must admit that nespresso are doing their best to recycle and pods these days are mostly made from recycled pods excellent I feel so much better about getting one of those. Grim Reefer, is there an automobile club or road assistance in Belgium? I would try them first as the box needs to be connected to your bank account. That's about... Um, obviously uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the transponder. Sorry, we, we have so many comments this morning. We the the, the, the uh, robots have taken some of them away. With it. it's overloaded the system. Um, Hank, I know, sent us a greeting to all the beautiful people of the community. And John Gibson, you're a legend. I mean, I think we've had a picture from him from the cockpit of his airplane. And then wow. is it called a cockpit on a on a tugboat, a pilot boat vessel? Um, sorry if I've got that wrong. But you're a you're a the deck, uh, isn't it? It's the deck. He's on the deck. deck. He's on the deck. He's in the cockpit. He's like James Bond. Have you seen the new movie yet, Michael? I haven't. Is it already out? It's out in the last couple of days. Highest grossing Bond movie in, in, ever. In Portugal. Apparently. In Portugal, it's out. 
It's out in Portugal, mate, in the cinemas wow. in the last couple of days. Uh, we'll be traveling. We'll message when I get home. The only thing he says he can't drive is a car in a small Portuguese lane. I don't believe it. Uh, rematriculation, I believe it's now a year because of COVID. I hope so, as mine is still going through. Okay, so maybe an extension from the 6 to the 12 months. Monday, I got a bill for, what? 2014 to 2016 taxes on a car, used car I bought in April of this year. Actually, not a bill, sort of a threatening letter. This does happen. It's not a good look uh, from no. finance. It says I can ask for a hearing. I am contacting my car dealer, and I know he will take care of it. But not nice to get that. It's not. It's, that's awful. Uh, watch out if you buy a used car, I guess. My goodness. Yeah, um, that is one of the... One of the more awkward sides of um, Portuguese life on the road there is that bills that can turn up years afterwards. Are there a lot of local coffee roasters in Portugal? I'd support local rather than other. That's a great question, Michael. Do you do you get down to that granular level of of getting your own of roasting your beans as well? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we're at that hipster level, you know, of East London that we have we have in Portugal. But no, no, I'm, I'm obviously joking, Francis. I I mean, I would say that. Um, in Portugal, I don't think uh, something like that has the same value as it would in other countries just because the, the generic standard of coffee is so, so high. It's so, so good. So companies like Portuguese companies like Delta, they do amazing yes. coffee. It's really strong, which the Portuguese love. But I'd say if you go into more cosmopolitan areas like Lisbon and Bordeaux, you will find uh, more variety in terms of the... The, the the coffee from you know countries like Colombia and you can buy your you know your your coffee roasters from those kind of places but in my experience I'm yet to see it it's a bit like um do you, do you remember Subway uh, the, the 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 fast food um, yeah. uh, chain you, you don't you don't you, you don't see them in 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 Mediterranean countries it hasn't really worked because here you know sandwiches like in Spain Portugal you know it's such a big deal so. Portuguese people, they don't value it in the same way that they do, say, in the UK or the US. So um, there's there's a reason why some of these businesses don't don't take off as much in, in countries yeah, like that. Yeah, manger is not going to happen except in an airport, is it? Let's Forget face it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, I've seen people playing cards in the park but don't know the game. Okay, well, there's a great chance for you to practice your Portuguese uh, there, Thunder. Um, Matt has got four vehicles um, to matriculate, so good luck with that. Um, yeah. And uh, th thanks for the info. Uh, we'll do some digging around. So I know, I know Matty well enough. That to was say really that. mean. That was really, really mean. <laughs> no, he'll he, have taken that well. He'll have seen yeah, the funny yeah. stuff. Um, please do call me on Iron Portugal in January if you're there. Um, yeah, again, it's, it's not an answer we'd have given months ago, is it, when we're all polite and nice? Things have changed around it. Um, I wanted to ask if I can transport my old car that needs restoring and stick it in my barn without having to register on Portugal plates before it is restored and able to be driven. Mark Smith, good morning to you. I don't think we've seen you here before. Um, that's a great question. I, I think um, you can do that, but check with the ACP. It's very cheap to join. We've got a little perk on that, on the registration fees or the membership fees with ACP in our business directory, okay? So go to uh, expatsportugal.com um, and look for the perks and freebies uh, when you um, – next door to the business directory, and we've got a nice little um, bonus on that. My guess would be that they don't um, – if you're if it's on a trailer um, and you're pulling it to, to your place and, and you're sticking it in a barn, there's no, 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 no harm, no foul done there, is there? So uh, I think you'll be fine. Uh, Sueca is the Portuguese card game. So there you go. We, sh we should play that, shouldn't we? We should give that a go, I think. Um, as a, as a I'm writing that down right now. Thank you. Uh, can you tell us, what's his name? I can't, I can't keep saying Midlife Crisis World Tour. It's too much for a mouthful. It's Eusebio. He's, 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 he's
Debbie, yeah, yeah. December, lol, by the look of it, is when uh, John Gibson's going to be here. Uh, would love to meet you, John. Ah, oh, glad to hear that. Thanks for watching, says Louise. Okay, I'm going to scroll through to see if we, um, beyond this kind of chat and to and fro, which we love, but I want to try and find a few of the Ask Anything About Portugal questions or, um, yes, things like this. The old Portuguese men in the square all play Sueca. I think I never saw one playing it. Sueca means Swedish. Not quite yeah. sure why. So... Do you know what? I think there might be a bacalao connection there, right? Because that's where the fish comes from, isn't it? And maybe the Swedish traders brought that game uh, with them. The, the fish, well, the fish is, is Norway. The bacalao is Norway and, and Iceland. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I really should do more research. Um, you know, I already do a couple of hours of research every morning. I need to do more. Uh, there's been studies done that show the governments with presidents almost always descend into some sort wow. of authoritarianism. Generally, a bad idea, according to them, to have presidents. And and what are the, what's the comparison? It depends how much power the president has, or if it's just a figurehead, like in countries like Portugal, where the president is more just like a figurehead that they wheel out for you know diplomatic situations, like a bit with the monarchy in the UK. Whereas in the US, it's very different because yeah, you know, has a lot more power. So it depends on the power. I think presidents can work well because it's something that's voted. It's it's a democratic process. And when you get a good president like Marcelo, who's done wonderful things, and it can be great. When you have presidents in other countries that you know have other reasons for wanting to be president, perhaps not so great. But yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> and, uh, but well, just go there just a little bit longer because they should they should settle <laughs> it with a, they should settle it with a handshake, right? Because Marcelo, yeah. the legendary handshaker, yeah. uh, he won that one. He won that battle. Um, maybe they can have global presidential handshake uh, tournament, and we'd love to see Marcelo go all the way to the top, like the futsal team. We haven't mentioned that this morning. Global. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. And um, a big shout out to my um, to my physio, Carlos, who, uh, who's the physio for the Portuguese futsal team. So I'm very happy for him. No way. Um, yeah, yeah. So amazing. And they, they won the Euros in 2016 as well. So they've done the doubles. Fantastic, 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 fantastic. Incredible. Yeah, they've done really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, question. Yeah, well done. Lads. Is that the vehicle that's been in the country for six months or the person? It'll be the vehicle, right, Michael? Yeah, so basically, you can't uh, import. So, so if you if you move to, let's say you move to Portugal from the UK, um, you're entitled to bring your car with you, but you have to have owned it for at least a year before you move. And when you move, strictly speaking, you're meant to bring the car with you at the same time that you get residency, and then you have six months from when you become a resident to uh, register your car in Portugal. So you should do that process at the same time. And what you can't do is move to Portugal, having bought a car six months ago, wait six months and then bring it over and try and register it. No, 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 you can't do that. You have to have owned the vehicle for at least a year before you move. Making it your personal vehicle to stop people importing cars um, as a business. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and, and it may well be, as Louise says, that it's 12 months because of the pandemic rather than six. So that's worth checking to give you a little bit more time there. It might not yeah. be 12 months, yeah. Uh, Hank urging Andrea to make a three on the forums. That's a great idea. Um, I'm trying to live vicariously through you guys. So it would be lovely to keep in touch. I mean, certainly do that here in the mornings. Let us know what you're doing. But it, just as Hank and Connie did, if you document your journey in the forum, people will love that, uh, Andrea and Tom, and they will love you for it. Um, I bet, uh, I'll bet you the masking is probably going to go away in Portugal pretty soon. Um, there's nobody left to vaccinate. Um, and fingers crossed, uh, anyway, he says. Um you see now, you see now, we'll try to use the tax-free one for the car. No taxes for the electric bike, so we'll only have to pay for my older other two petrol bikes. Okay, so it gets simpler. As the show goes on, it things get simpler. Isn't that great? They are officially done 
shortly. I wonder what that means. Um, Natalie Gray, I would argue that the rich use their influence to elect steer many presidents, and that is probably the best example is the US. Uh, we no longer have a democracy. The rich decide things. Uh, I think there might be a lot of truth in that. Good morning to you, Natalie. Uh, bon dia, t'was ever thus, right? Um, even with the monarchies. Um, bon dia from Antonio F. Good morning, Antonio. Raquel is here. Uh, you won't get an argument from me. <laughs> uh, best go to Twitter for that sort of thing. From And didn't they do well the other night? Uh, from beachy side of um, Southern California. Hola, Carla Michael. What types of businesses uh, Portugal may be in lack or in need of? I think that is such a good question. What Great. business opportunities have you seen here for, for entrepreneurial people coming Good in? English breakfast and New York cheesecake. I thought you might say that. I thought you might in, in one in one single restaurant, the kind of Anglo-American cafe bar. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yes. That would oh, be amazing. Anything else? Car importation or selling 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 a mechanics that does matriculation as well. That would be another business opportunity. Yeah, or maybe investing in AI that can that can uh, track the most asked questions in this forum, and then then some kind of expat business that answers those questions maybe i don't know i bet uh, there's, an, there's an, a robot working on it as we speak um we're yeah, a, a cribbage board shop or extend that into card games gen more generally yes. spanish spanish playing cards uh, republican playing cards with no monarchy on them uh, cribbage exactly. boards and um Sueca sessions so there you go um there's a few yeah. others might, may answer that more seriously but it's a great question raquel uh, what's the um what's the deal with the killer whales attacking sailboats in portuguese waters did you see that michael i didn't know what was that all about they just want to play but i guess when a killer whale <laughs> wants to play <laughs> you're gonna need a bigger boat you're gonna need a bigger boat absolutely um it's so obvious which politicians are bought but nothing happens to them um manchin cinema allegedly i have to add to that and i don't even know really what she's talking about amen sister anyway uh, from hank on that uh, you'll need with matriculation matter you'll use the equivalent of a small rainforest for paperwork and that generally speaking is why we urge people not to do it. That would be my personal view on that. It is really hard and arduous and lengthy work with lots of bureaucracy and administration in there. If you can avoid it, do. But obviously, you know, with Matty, he's very attached to those particular vehicles. I understand that too. Any suggestions for good English language bookstores in Portugal? Asked Jeff Jackson. Um, a lot of them are um, multilingual now. What's that big brand? Yeah. Fnac. Fnac. They, that's Fnac. like that's yes. sort of big. Yeah. That that's sort of the the um equivalent of i don't know like uh in the uk of like hmb or something they just sort of have everything um yeah. but um i mean that there, there is if you live in the lisbon area there's a fantastic library in uh oh what's the area called um i can't remember now i can't remember i'll remember for next time though but i'll, I'll come back because it's a good question i think we should talk about it more often because i think you know it's yeah. a we're a dying breed. So I'll I'll come back next month with some suggestions for English language bookstores and libraries because I know there are a few. There's there's a wonderful book fair uh, in Lisbon in September every month uh, in the uh, Parque Eduardo set, uh, and that has a lot of um, a lot of uh, uh, international, but mainly Portuguese language books. So um, I would urge anyone to. Um, to learn the language as soon as possible so they can read Portuguese and, you know, Mozambican and Angolan literature, which is fantastic.
Oh, I didn't know that. And the, the book fair is open um, to anybody, isn't it? To the public. It's not one of those book yeah, fairs. Yeah, it's, it's a free one, yeah. So it's open to everyone, yeah. We had an invite to that this year, which I didn't manage to make. But we, we should maybe do that. It'd be lovely to broadcast from, from the book fair. The buzz of that would be really, really Absolutely. cool. So, yeah, annual, annual book fair in Lisbon there. Um, Francis, good to hear this. Didn't hit us hard. Lost smell and a bit of taste, but been fortunate. Well, thank heavens for that. Well done, Francis and the Gershbach family there in South Africa. Uh, third round of jabs on their way in Portugal. So the uh, the monthly booster maybe is on its way. Uh, my hope is being in Portugal, uh, make even the red tape uh, more bearable. Well, that's true. It is true. You know, the, the way the, the, there are some bureaucratic challenges. There's no, no question about that. You know, it's something to get used used to and be Portuguese about and learn to, to work with it um, because you'll not get anywhere getting up, up, uptight and angry about it. Uh, believe me. Great question. I'd like to know the answer to that, too. So Michael's going to come back next month with that. There is. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's what you meant, Michael, but there's that. I see it in my mind's eye, the, the bookstore that's in every shopping mall. Um, black background, yes. white writing on it. It's like yes. water, isn't it? That's FNAC, yeah, 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 exactly. No, no, yeah. not, not FNAC. This is actually a bookstore. Because FNAC, oh, I love okay, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. There's a specific book book um, retailer as well, and I just cannot remember for the life of me remember the name of it. Um, Portuguese people might, and if you can do that, Antonio F. F. And sold to you there, Michael. Uh, San, Thank San, you. Obrigado, obrigado. Um, bon dia, Carl. Late this morning, Deagle McKinnon. No problem. And let's just have a look then if we can find any specific questions this morning in the last, let's say, 10 minutes here. Michael's got a washing machine um, technician yeah. to meet. We can make, if we can make it five, I'd, appre I'd appreciate it, Carl. We can All right, let's make it five minutes. No, well, actually, you just answer a couple more and I'll stay here on my own because I've got a couple of photos to share. The basement bookstore at El Corto English in Lisbon has a decent amount of English books. There yeah. you go, Jeff. What? Uh, the Kachena cows up here in the north are renowned for their amazing free-roaming bodies. Michael needs to try some. Did you know about that, Michael? I didn't, but I'm very sceptical of it. But I'm happy to be proven wrong, Khadija. Okay, um, very sceptical. There you go. Um, so if any of the, the, um, the companies, if, if the Portuguese Beef and Steak Marketing Board is watching, uh, Michael would like to do a review, uh, please. Um, Michael, giving back to the community. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. He'll, he'll be, so, yeah, the, the, the book stuff uh, next month. I have to leave early today. Here's wishing you all a great day. Thank you. And on that point, let's um, see you on your way as well, Michael. Thank you for that offer of talking about books, English books, uh, next Month. Definitely. Have, have yeah, a great definitely. Month. Always a Thank great you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you to everyone. Lovely to see you all. And I'll see you all on the first Wednesday of November. Marvellous. As we do move closer to the festive season, but we will not mention it um, until until the 1st of December. Nice one, Michael. Off he goes. He may have had a ring at the door there. Okay. 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 It was getting a bit frenetic there, wasn't it? Let's have a little breath, shall we, for a moment. <sighs> OK, and then a double shot espresso maybe after that. Um, OK, there's also the option to grow your own meat. I'm not sure if his, um, uh, if his house um, in, in the Kashkash area would suit um, a herd of grass-fed cattle. I don't know. I don't know how big his gaff is there, but uh, your own meat by having cows or goats and lambs and such. Maybe we'll have to rely on you, Matty, for that. Um, midlife crisis, Eusebio. We're doing um, music. As we're doing music, the 25th of... Um, or the no, not the 25th of the 14th of October sees the 25th Sejal Jazz Festival. Who's coming to that? That sounds great. Gregory Porter maybe headlining there. Wouldn't that be amazing? And it could happen um, if you're in the Lisbon uh, Stubel area. The 25th Sejal Jazz Festival. I like the sound of that. Thank you very much, Eusebio, for that tip. Um, take care, Thunderduck. Good luck, mate, later on today. Um, wow, Michael, I had no idea. I'm opening up my email now. I've been desperate to find grass. 
uh, fed beef. So there you go. I used to, Michael at Avonlight.com. Okay. I used to buy direct from the farmer back in the UK. So there you go. Uh, Lude to uh, Francis. Best of luck and a speedy recovery. Um, the feet. What, what's that? Uh, chicken feet. Okay. Yes, of course. If it wasn't for the dogs, Louise, that would be going in the old broth pot. Uh, chicken feet I give to my dog, says Matty. They love it. Also, pig's ears off it. I did it very nearly at the same uh, purchasing there. Um, I um, nearly bought a couple of pig's ears for the dogs. It's important, isn't it? If we slaughter these creatures, we should make best use of them. Um, if they've given their lives for our consumption, I think it's rude not to. Awful, everything, all of it, we should be most economical and efficient and give them the best possible life in the meantime. Couldn't disagree more with Michael. We have had fantastic meat here because when it's slaughtered on the farm, it is so much more <laughs> relaxed. Uh, we have eaten, yeah, one bad, the one bad day theory, right? We've eaten brilliant goat beef and, of course, <laughs> and of course, turkey. Um, you're talking, I mean, for a man from Norfolk, as Michael is, turkey will be right up his alleyway. Um, so, yes, the steak and beef debate continues. He, he's he is um, half Argentine. I think it's a whole new level in South America, Pete. Um, what's Michael's email? That will be Michael at Avonlight, A V A N, light as in light bulb. Dot com. Michael at Avonlight.com. Morning, gentlemen, from Patrick Carl Gurney. Look at that. There's the full English. Are you just trying to wind up uh, Michael there, Patrick, with that pic? That's a very fine looking breakfast. Oh, my word. I could eat that after the show most days probably but however uh, i am joining ian on the growing old disgracefully program as others are here uh, beginning to do so we're gonna have a lot of fun with that get rid of these man boobs and the beer belly How, why have i got a beer belly it, it, that's probably one of the real downsides of the alcoholic free or alcohol free beer is it still gives you a beer belly, but without the beer buzz, that's not good, is it? Um, let's see what we can do about that. But um, maybe one of those a week, uh, rather than one of those every day, would be would be the best approach. Thank you for that, Patrick. Raised locally and only suffering one bad day, indeed. I have travelled all over the world, but maybe in Lisbon and Kashkash. Pete, not happy about Michael's assertions this morning. Michelle, good morning, Michelle. I'm allowed by the banks to. Am I allowed by the banks to use inherited pieces of land in Madeira as collateral? to build my first home here in Madeira. Um, we have got, we, due to the success of Jacqueline from Mortgage Direct when she was on the other day, she's going to be back. We'll have her on every month now because it was great fun talking to Jacqueline. And um, that's the sort of question for her, I would say, Michelle. She may have seen such a precedent. I can't answer that, I'm afraid. Um, Matty, I guess that's another benefit of living the rural life in Portugal. Better produce and meat available. So true. But the, to be fair, even, even in the heart of Lisbon, the markets are amazing. You know, they do get the good food in there because I think the Portuguese demand and expect it. It's just part of life here. Gary Austin, most of the meat I've seen here looks fabulous quality. However, the last time I saw a butcher doing his stuff, it was like a battle scene from Braveheart. All men die, but few really live. Um, should have uh, gone to spec savers. Is that me or you? I don't know. Um, definitely me. I do need to um, get some <laughs> spectacles soon. I've been putting it off for years, but now... I was in a restaurant yesterday, a, a good one, actually, in Alcabastro, if you need a recommendation for a lovely restaurant. Great service um, in um, in Alcabastro. I have got a tip for you. Um, but I'm just doing that thing now where I'm holding the <laughs> – my arms nearly aren't long enough. It's dim light. I was really tired. and I'd only had a couple of hours sleep the night before last. And tired – Dim light, small print on the menu. I'm holding it like I'm. I'm in to get someone to hold it over there for me so I can read it. But I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do that. Get some glasses soon, so you may well see me as well as the ear gear, some eyewear as well. 
Bon dia, intertubers. Is that what we're called? Uh, from Ubi uh, Delicious cheesecake with a touch. Cheesecake with lime and lemon. You can buy pieces at Cugina Com Alma, located in the valley behind Kouf Kashkaish Bon Appetit. So, um, when you email Michael, Louise, can you give him that tip there? Can you cut and paste that um, for Mr. Heronius Maximus? Uh, let's see what's going on here in the comments. Are you taking real estate type questions? Uh, well, Michael's gone now. I'm happy to take them, but you know me. My, um, I have a very generalist view uh, rather than specialist. It might be worth waiting for the next time we have a, a real estate type person on the show or stick it on the forum. Seriously, um, if you have a specific real estate question, they go well on the expatsportugal.com forward slash community forum is where you can ask questions of that kind. Uh, that was even a triple rainbow with full arches. How old is that comment? That's half an hour ago. Third one is not visible on the picture as my lens was not wide enough on my cell phone. Wow, a rainbow too big to photograph. I think it was Clooney who influenced Mike, uh, who was influenced by Michael. Actually, yes. Come to think of it, I think you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> no, Clooney was influenced by the dollars. <laughs> if a person chooses not to be vaccinated, should we just stay away from Portugal? I've read most Portugal citizens choose to be vaccinated. Would we be shunned by society? Um, no, welcome. How would anybody know, um, especially now that you're not being asked for your certificate uh, at the weekends, for example, um, unless you go around, um, you know, with a T-shirt on saying <laughs> not not vaccinated or every if you're one of those people who, who feels the need to open up every conversation like that. Um, of course, it's a very polarizing and emotional subject. So if you tell everybody every time you meet them, you may well be shunned um, by some, not by others, of course. You may be welcomed by others. But um, no, Portuguese people, in my experience, aren't like that, um, unless you're going to be in their grill with your views. Uh, people are very respectful, easygoing and polite and nice here in Portugal. So I don't think you're going to be shunned at all. Um, and the comments coming in uh, from Antonio F, not mandatory, but uh, might feel some restrictions. Well said. Um, I was there without being vaccinated and will move in January, but not vaccinated either. So I would say no, just come and enjoy it. Well, Coop. Um, well, Coop from Andrea. Vaccination is a choice. It's your right to say no if you want. Don't let anything stop you from living your dreams. And um, Grim Reef, Grim Reef, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I thought so too. Or are you just echoing my comment? They call it a mocha, the stovetop espresso steamer. Oh my, my goodness, these these comments are. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Uh, rusks are similar to biscotti. So okay, so very dry then, and you want to be dipping that in a coffee, I think. Um, now we're talking. Um, that was a brief flurry of the giggles there this morning. Sorry about that. I don't think it's any different to anywhere else. Um, is that with, with the with the vaccination thing? Possibly, it's not flapjack. It was traditionally made from old pieces of bread soaked in buttermilk and baked. Ah, that's why it would be called a rusk. It, sorry, it was just the appearance, Pippa. Um, none meant. Uh, bonfire night is that Saint Martin's fires. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, that sounds more like a pagan fire ritual, doesn't it? The bonfire night is when uh, Guy Fawkes tried to blow up um, the Houses of Parliament um, on November the 5th, which, which the British still feel the need to celebrate every year uh, with a firework display and a, a great big fire, um, if possible. Always soak your nuts to keep them plump and juicy. Nobody likes dry, wrinkly nuts. 
Well, speak for yourself. Some might, Gary, but thank you for a more more nutrition and culinary tips. Follow Gary's Instagram. Bonfire night is in Portugal. Uh, what's that? No, no, he's a Brit. He was talking about um, back in the UK, Natalie. Um, and probably he probably gives the kids a couple of sparklers just as, as a dim and distant um, celebratory uh, reference to that to that special day in in the English history. Um, okay, what else is going on here? Picks. Uh, picks of Aeropress, Chemex, Nanopress. That sounds like a, that's the one. The Nanopresso mocha pot and a portable camp grinder with a built-in nightlight. What? A used gas stove and dedicated kettle all make great coffee and easy to travel. Only used <laughs> for coffee. Promise? I'm not having coffee from that at your house. Unless I can have that in writing, Francis. Thanks, everyone. I'm still leaning towards Thailand. What? With three to six months in Portugal. Well, all right. Be like that. Um, good morning, people from Corey. Good morning, Corey. How are you doing this morning? Um, Carl, you need a live stream. I do. Are you offering? I really do. I do need someone else probably now to be working in the comments and just popping them up. And then I'll read them as they come up. And, and someone else can be the... Um, unfortunate recipient of negativity for not reading out my comment um i agree with antonio f um don't buy or have the seller provide the papers um before selling is that i can't i'm not sure that's that's uh, in relation to now we have so many conversational threads on the go and it's nearly time to go we have a two subways on tercera uh, so subway is and that means the, the the sandwich outlet not literally two subways that have found their way onto the land from out of the sea donna good morning to you i will catch your replay i think you're not alone i think i'll have to catch up on replay too would it be a struggle to settle in Porto as a family, as a non-Portuguese speaking? Certainly not, uh, Mitchell Wong Ho. I think you mean, do you mean Portugal or Porto? And if it's um, if it's Porto, certainly not. If it's Portugal generally, depends which part you're in. But generally speaking, it won't be difficult. But, you know, start learning now um, with Mia Eshberish uh, online and then you hit the ground running. Watch our webinar we did the other night to make you Portugal ready with the lingo. Um, we have the card games. Okay, are usually Sueca or Bishka, uh, Bondi. <laughs> Where you been, Gary? Great to see you, Gavin. Um, Gavin Esselman, Ah, late to the table, getting to this booked for tomorrow night. Oh, excellent! Quick question for the D7 visa: Are rental agreements of less than twelve months? They're not. Uh, the advice is to go for twelve months. Finding it hard uh, to get a long-term renter. Gavin, uh, pop that in the forum. Others may be able to help with that. Yes, you can register a car in less than six months. You just can't do it tax-free. There you go, Matty. Thank you for that. Ubi, our condo association fees and general real estate taxes ridiculous compared with US. I would say yes. From what I've heard, not from personal experience. Okay, I've heard that it, the answer to your question is yes in earlier um, conversations about such. Uh, join the Ask Our Expats webinar tomorrow. There are people who live in apartment blocks who are part of our expats, Ask Our Expats team. They will be able to answer that tomorrow night. Join the webinar from 7.30. Need secondhand clothing shops and clothing donation charity boxes in the Azores. Uh, not sure about the mainland. Um, thank you for that. Use Mia for Portuguese. She has documents in PDF to download. Fantastic. Well done, Gary. A satisfied customer there. Uh, Antonio, thanks. That is unbelievably low compared with everywhere in the US that I know of. So there you go. Uh, another satisfied customer. And um, we're going to draw to a close now here on Ask Anything About Portugal Wednesday. What a satisfying um, all, all of the emotions have been here of mirth, uh, of joy, 
of sadness when it comes to matriculation. Thanks for the show, Matty. If Carl even gets here, comments wise, I'm, I'm catching up now. Have a great day and visual uh, espetáculo de amanhã. So have a lovely day and see you tomorrow. Bless you, Michael. Um, thank you, Raquel says I am a good cook and I know how to do both. Uh, and no complaints yet. Well, prove it, Raquel. Come on. Um, we need to, to be tasting tasting some of your food. Uh, maybe we can have a little cooking cooking um, fringe event at our Expats Portugal events next year. Wouldn't that be great um, to have a bit of cooking going on? Um, so, Gavin, thanks from Gavin. Thanks from Grim Reefer. Uh, Francis, Jim White, all saying thank you this morning. Fantastic. Do you still need a vax to be a, to fly from Portugal or just a negative COVID test? Don't know, Gary. But um, the Brits, still with the highest rates in, and I suspect that's where you might be thinking of going, um, the Brits with their own highest rates of infection and, and testing are still being uh, very, very choosy and picky with their restrictions, which uh, a lot of uh, Brits are unhappy about. I was hearing on the radio, Simon Calder, he's everywhere, that man. Um, not sure um, how to that would work with StreamYard or what you're using uh, with the questions. Yeah, uh, someone else logged in, Matty, who just puts the questions. I, I do this myself, despite people thinking there might be 20 people in this room all working on the show. Um, it would be great if someone else was logged in and was clicking on the comments for me. You'll notice when I do a show with Mrs. M, both we, some, one of us clicks on a comment and the other one clicks on it at the same time, which then takes it off. So you can have multiple logins with this and you could have someone uh, being a, a bit of a producer for you, putting up questions. And then I could respond to those. Obrigado todos from Ubi. Thanks for a great show. You're feeling the need, aren't you? Uh, or my need to finish here. Thank you for sensing that, you intuitive bunch. Thank you, says Pippa. How difficult is it to get a mortgage application approved for a brand new D7 immigrant considering income and bank account balance is decent? Alex. Talk to Jacqueline when she's next on from Mortgage Direct. You've been amazing. We do have that uh, webinar tomorrow night. Um, as I uh, mentioned just now, um, it is the the first Thursday of the month. Is always our Ask Our Expats gang getting together. And you can ask them questions about living in Portugal. And sometimes you can get a room uh, with said, a virtual room, of course, uh, with said, no coffee supplied out of any of those machines uh, in the virtual rooms where you can talk more intimately to the Ask Our Expats experts. Experts in the sense of um, they are the people who live here in Portugal and can tell you all about it. And some of them um, will be the buddies um, that people are working with as well. The one-to-one the -one buddies in the new Expats Portugal plan. Uh, six hours of coaching. So if you're thinking of doing an hour with somebody, um, part of the Expats Portugal plan is six hours of buddying and working with somebody who already lives in Portugal, um, which I think is a, is, a, is a great deal and a great idea. But I would, wouldn't I? Um, and just final comments then. Thanks for another great show. Cheers, Victoria. Thank you for your input. Uh, registered. Those are great evenings. It should be fun. We've got another song to play. Uh, cheers, Carl, Michael, and everyone. Great show as always. Oh, cheers. And thanks, Antonio F. Have we got any more pictures? Did I miss anything? I don't think. I think I'm up to date. Let's end, shall we, with that beautiful um rainbow there captured by matty which actually was a triple rainbow if only the the mobile and that's not a bad shot is it for for a mobile thank you very much for that matty a lovely scene there for us to wish upon as we go into our day and we'll see you again tomorrow morning with claire actually um who was on previously with her fitness videos is all, all thinking about as we go into uh, the colder weather um, uh, we, it, it seems we're thinking, as we're getting a bit more creaky, perhaps, uh, we're thinking more about uh, fitness. Uh, Claire will be on, but talking about making wine at home as well. So looking forward to, to talking uh, with Claire tomorrow uh, on our move to Portugal Thursday. Take care. Bye for now. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you soon. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>